Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. John Papadopoulos joins us from ESPN Lacrosse 105.5. He's on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider's hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him at 800-44-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 800-44-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. John, uh, we going into break, we were talking about AR, and clearly you probably have more backstory on him than even we do because you. I think you probably have known him longer. Like, it's it's... The, the floor is yours. It's dirt time. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, there's, there's, there's no one like AR, you know, I've, I've known him for years now. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you're giving me the whole floor here. There's a lot to talk about here, but I, I guess the bottom line is um, how, how would I describe Adam? Adam, how would you describe yourself? Oh, Adam man. is, I, I would say this, I would say, um, by the way, the chemistry is great with you guys. I've been listening today a little bit. It sounds, the show sounds great. Um, I, I think Adam and I, like in the Stone Age, did a high school football game like years and years and years ago. That's the first time I met him. Um, and then and then he worked at ESPN Radio and Lacrosse for a long time. And I think it takes about a year to know really get to know Adam. Is that fair? So Maybe we're coming up on that here pretty quickly, Leroy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would say I would say Adam, um, and I know he's there, of course, and we're good friends now. Adam is like I couldn't figure Adam out at first. Is that fair, Adam? Like you're one of those guys. That's, that that's kinda... a fair assumption, and I would say the feeling was mutual. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it, it took me like six, eight months, and then and then once you get to know Ar, he's great. There's, and not that he wasn't great in the beginning, but it was more of a mystery in the beginning. That's, that's Pop, what I would say about Pop, AR. A beautiful mystery. I don't know where you, you guys. Pop, yeah, I don't know where you guys are yeah, along Pop, that process. Right yeah, now. We're, we're boring the people because they, they didn't care less. They want to know more about David Bateri why he's on the pup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't care about AR man. Come on. I mean, that's my AR assessment. You <laughs> Thank you, John. That's going to go into the resume <laughs> file someday. I love that. So, so what about yeah. David Bakhtiari? Like, is we we mentioned this to start the show. Is it are are we in that territory where it's like, hey, that's that that's been a great time in Green Bay, but maybe it's done. Well, I mean, guys, we're at 19 months now since the injury. 
You know, um, so it's a 12-month injury usually. I know you guys have talked about this a lot. I don't think you ever give up on a guy like this, but I don't know if it's a, you cut him loose and that's the end of it. I think they'll drag this out. You know, first of all, they gave him all that money, so they're going to have to drag it out. Nobody's going to take him right now, I don't think. Um, so I think this could get dragged out for a long, long time. Uh, it sounds to me like we're not going to see him in training camp much at all. I mean, technically, they can take him off of pup list when they want, but you know, why would they put him on there if they weren't anticipating maybe having to start him there during the regular season? You know, that's why you, you, you got to start him there during camp if you're going to do that. So um, it's pretty alarming to me. It really is. Uh, I, I got worried during the spring portions of OTAs when he wasn't practicing because at that point we were at you know maybe 17 months. 17 and a half months since the injury. And again, it's a 12 month injury usually. So to me, that was pretty alarming. And I remember saying on my show, if he's not practicing by the first or second week of training camp, you got a real problem. You know, your franchise left tackle, you give all that money to, um, you know, is not coming back from an injury that, that does not take this long to come back from usually in most cases. And it, it sounds to me, not knowing all the medical stuff, that there are some other things that have kind of popped up maybe as a result of the initial tear, you know, with the draining of the knee and, you know, that, and that happens with injuries, you know, you overcompensate, something else goes wrong. So to me, it doesn't look like a real good situation right now, but I think they're going to drag it out to answer the question. They're not going to just cut them loose uh, or try and trade them for a low round draft pick. I think even if it takes, you know, a couple months, it could be the whole season at this point. Uh, we just don't know. But I, I think it's pretty alarming that your franchise left tackle is probably not going to play much in training camp, if at all. And that's the thing about it. Um, uh, that was me and Gary and um, Dennis Krause, we were on Spectrum News 1. We were acting up, asking each other about what do you expect. I said the first thing I want to see about T.R. is me out there with the first team next week or whenever they start their team practices. Now that we know that won't happen – because you have to also think about retirement as well. I mean, because, but even if you're thinking about retirement, the Packers got a plan. I mean, they have to plan for the season, so they need to have a left tackle. Because if Jenkins was available, you feel good about that. So now I think the number one priority, which some people still think is a wide receiver, to me it has to be offensive line. So do you think a guy like a Sean Ryan, in your opinion, you think guys like that, they're going to be shuffling around and he's going to have to play at some point because you still got to find a right tackle. Yeah, he's in the mix now. I, Sean Ryan's the guy. Uh, and I'm basing it based on a lot of reporters right. that really cover the team who I've talked to that he had a very good spring. Um, I mean, it's hard in the spring to, to gauge offensive linemen. But Sean Ryan, don't forget, he played a lot of tackle at UCLA. That was really kind of his position. Um Maybe he's more of a guard in the NFL, but the guy played tackle, and he's just a good offensive lineman. I don't know if he's your starting right tackle on day one, but I think he's in the mix. I think Cole Van Lannan is going to be in that mix. Um, but you know what else, guys? Not to go down a different rabbit hole, but it makes you think about the Billy Turner decision now. You know, I, I think at the time they thought Bakhtiari would, would be back. Um, and it, it would not have cost them an enormous amount to keep Billy Turner. Uh, even though they had a tight salary cap situation. And, and I think that's coming back to bite them a little bit. It was probably the right call at the time. But I, I think Ryan's probably the guy. I think Josh Nyman's going to be the left tackle, and Ryan you know, is going to be in the mix to start at right tackle. But th- that's what training camp's about. I mean, Leroy, you've seen it You know how many years You know that you played, you show up, and there's somebody 
you're not really expecting to be a starter, and the guy just outplays people in training camp when the pads are on. So we'll see, but it looks like it's Ryan and Cole Van Lannan right now at right tackle and Yash Nyman at left tackle until Elton Jenkins comes back. When you get into training camp, there's always the the questions that come in about a certain position and depth chart at a certain position, but I don't know if there's going to be a wave as big as the wave that is coming at receiver in terms of the daily questions and the day Aaron Rodgers is going to hit one receiver on one route and he's going to jump two spots in people's depth charts. How do you keep that from becoming the most dominant thing of, of training? camp? How do you keep that from eating up every other storyline in training camp? Well, I, I don't know. David Bakhtiari might get the job done, actually, in that sense. I think that storyline might might be such a big deal. Um, but you're right. I mean, that's that's what people are going to notice. And your eyes tend to gravitate toward that during training camp practice, right? Like we're following the ball and you're looking at the receivers and Rodgers. Um, you know, I, I, I think you just have to kind of let it happen and understand it's there. I think Rodgers is very good at this in terms of dealing with the media. You, you guys know how he is. You know, he'll... He'll, he'll be very calculating about it, but he'll pump up certain guys when he feels like they need it now. I think he started to do that later in his career. Um, I'm sure he'll get very frustrated at the time, at times with these young guys. But, yeah, I can see a situation like where if Romeo Dubs has a really good practice, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are going to go insane. Yeah, I can see it now. Um, and, you know, God forbid Christian Watson drops a couple passes, they're going to turn him into a monumental bust. So I, I just – I almost think as an organization, you just can't fight it because it's going to come from the media and the fan base and guys like us. So you just kind of have to let it happen. And my focus would be more on the tight ends and the running backs. You know, if I'm if I'm Aaron Rodgers or if I'm Matt LaFleur answering questions, you know, it, it's really not going to be about Rodgers and the receivers, I don't think, this year with this offense. I think you got two great running backs, both of which are good receivers. Aaron Jones is a great one. And I think A.J. Dillon's better than people think as a receiver. And if Tunyon can come back and, and show something, you know, health-wise, you know, you might have a respectable tight end group. I, I just think it's way it's going to be way, way more about the running backs catching the ball more, uh, the tight ends kind of getting back in the mix on this team. And you just have to kind of hope, you know, hope it doesn't get out of hand, you know, with, with anything negative if Watson has a bad day or two, because I think he's a developmental player right now. Um, but basically to answer the question, I just, I think as an organization, you just have to be ready for it and, and understand it's going to be coming. And people are going to overrate certain guys and go nuts on guys negatively and positively. Uh, Pop, uh, can you look into this for me? Because I'm really uh, wondering about this A.J. Dillon doing this leap thing and the, the cop kind of shoved him. I don't, I, I'm just trying to figure out what happened. How did he get down on the field? Was he escorted down there? And have you heard of any actions been taken either way? But, you know, during the delay, I guess, at the soccer game, well, he got a chance to do the leap, but the stuff before it. Or is this a non-story, not that big of a deal? I don't know. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know all the details of what's going on here. Um, I think we're going to all learn more. Um, I guess in these situations, and I'll I'll defer to you guys on this too. I think you always have to look at a person's character before something negative happens. Is there a history? And there's not a real history of anything negative, right? I mean, mm-hmm. um, that I can think of. And even in life, I think it's that way. You know, somebody does something bad, and you're like, wow, you know, for ten years or five years, that guy's been a great guy, and this is way out of character. Um, 
usually it ends up being something that's not a big deal. So I guess that's where I am. You know, I look at I look at character beforehand. You know, over many years. Um, and go from there. But I, it sounds like something we're going to learn about more about as time goes on here. John Papadopoulos, ESPN Lacrosse 105.5. One more question for you, John. we got to touch on Brewers a little bit. If you could realistically go get one guy, because I, I don't want you to answer oh this boy. question with Mike oh Trout. Boy. Mike Trout is not the answer to this question. Yeah, oh, Otani either. No, right. We, I mean, <laughs> it would be the best thing ever. We would throw the ticker tape parade today. Realistically. If you could get one guy to help solve the Brewers' offensive, whatever you want to call it, doldrums, woes, struggles, whatever, who's that guy? Well, by the way, nor is Juan Soto the answer to this question either. Um, he's right <laughs> to think so, point. but there's, there's, no, there's no way they're paying that salary. Even before he hits for agency, they're not going to pay what it's going to cost in, in both prospects and money. I like Josh Bell with the Washington Nationals a lot. Um some people are down on him. They think he's more a product of being around Soto and other good hitters. But I, I think Josh Bell would be a really good fit. Number one, he's on a contract year, so he's going to be really motivated. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be the biggest contract he ever gets when the season ends, so it's, it's always good to have a guy in a contract year. Number two, he's a switch hitter. Uh, number three, he's a legit power guy. He's a 30 home run, 30 double, and this year he's a 300 hitter on top of it, and he walks a lot. Mm. The only negative with Josh Bell, by the way, he's also not going to cost you much because he's on his walk year. So to me, he's the best option out there other than the fact that he really doesn't play a defensive position. He's going to have to DH and play some first base, which will take bats away from McCutcheon. Uh, but I'm okay with that. I think McCutcheon can back up left. He even played a little center. So I, I like Josh Bell a lot. And Andrew Benatetti is interesting to me, too. Um, he's a good average hitter, line drive hitter. Uh, he does not hit left-handed pitching well at all, though, and he doesn't have a lot of power, but he's also going to hit 300 with a lot of doubles, high on base percentage, and he's a good defensive outfielder who could even play center. So those would be the two. I think Josh Bell won Benatetti, two because they're both on walk years, so they're, they're going to be rent players. But based on that, they're not going to cost you much. You know, and and I think that's kind of a Brewers sort of move, either one. And both of them would be, if not the Brewers' best hitter, probably one of their two or three best hitters, which is what they need. So those are the two that I personally like a lot. John Papadopoulos, ESPN Lacrosse 105.5. Hey, John. Yeah, thanks for joining us. All right, guys. Good talking to you. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.